Let's make this happen in four, three, two, one. Friday, October 30th, the day before Halloween. It's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's me, it's Dr. Goose. Welcome back to the Anonymous Gamblers podcast with Mr. Fermi coming off a pretty nice week last week. Mr. Fermi, I, I guess you're celebrating by going golfing with everybody that we know tomorrow and not including me. Isn't that something? Calling you out here in the first 28 seconds of the show. That's all right, man. I'm, I'm happy to be back on the winning side of things. I mean, it was a two-unit play that put me over the top. But yeah, we'll be golfing. We'll be freezing our tails off. But we'll hopefully have a good time. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a great time. You know, I mean, everyone just goes without me. How do these things happen, Fermi? I'm putting you on the spot here. I'm calling you out. We had friendly banter. What's going on, Fermi? Why can't so, I get the call? Is it my handicap? Is it because I have a 27 handicap that I don't get the call? Is it because your handicap's better than mine? Maybe, is it? are you getting penalized for your handicap? Am I getting penalized? Who's getting penalized here, Fermi? I don't know. It sounds like you're getting penalized because you want to be there. I, I just, it's not even that I want to be there. It's that I want the invitation. That's really what matters for me. That's just it. I just want to know that my friends on the other side of the state just even know that I exist. It must be nice to just be, you know, this close to each other. It's not like it's not like I'm in a different country right now. I mean, we are in the state. You know, if someone can come out and visit me out here in Pittsburgh, I'm just saying. I gotcha, I gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, you're lucky, even though even though that I feel slighted right now. You come off a stellar week last week. You couldn't have been texting me enough. You might have auto-pumped that over for LSU, what, two or three more times after the game started? Yeah, three times. Three, three of the four connected. So I, I was happy with that outcome. Compounded it. And so we go into this week. Uh, you can't not talk. I mean, it'd be, it'd be kind of you know egregious to not say that Trevor Lawrence is out with COVID. Major player. Lines are going to be shifting on, on that account. You have to prepare for this kind of stuff. Have you been keeping up to date with teams, and have you kind of been building things into your reads throughout the course of the week to kind of prepare for this? Yeah, so I've been trying to keep up with it. I mean, there's so much news that just doesn't leak. I have a feeling like some guys may have COVID that aren't starters, or you know what I mean, that it just may not even surface. Um, And that's stuff that I don't think we'll ever really know the full story on, but Obviously, the Trevor Lawrence news is huge. Sounds like the game's still happening. I'm, I'm glad. I think teams have to deal with this every week. Just because it's the best player in college football, I'm glad they're not postponing the game. I think that's awesome. I am pleased with my play last week that got me two units with the Texas Tech Red Raiders. That was a nice cover in the third quarter, sitting there not even having to worry about that. Total misread on Georgia Southern. Losing to a backup quarter quarterback who was out. Don't even know why. They didn't even release why he was out. So maybe you're right. Maybe these teams are just covering it up. I'm not sure. Second week in a row that maybe that happened because that happened with ECU when Ehlers was out. And uh, it hurt me in the Navy game. So trying to head into this week for me. What do you got on your radar here? You have a hidden pick for me, which you haven't fully disclosed whether or not you're taking. I have to guess which one it is, but let's see what's at the top of your board and let's ride this into a beautiful Halloween this weekend. All right. So I'm going back to a team that let me down last week, last Friday, if you remember. So one of my games last, last week was I took Illinois. It was the last game I added to the, to my slate against Wisconsin. They got railroaded. So I'm going back to Illinois, actually. Shame on you. Uh, I got them plus seven and a half at home against Purdue. Purdue's coming off a win against Iowa. They look pretty good, and I don't even think they had Rondale Moore last week. So if they get him back, and I haven't really heard fully if he's in or out, but if they get him back, I mean, Purdue can be pretty tough. But 
I like Illinois. I think they bounce back. I watched that entire game last week, and yes, they got they they lost forty two to seven or something. They actually did not. They were moving the ball, and there were a couple. I'll say questionable calls around the 40, 50 yard line. That if they would have gotten the call, they could have potentially gotten points. Call went against them against you know, and Wisconsin got the favorable end. I definitely do not think they would have won the game by any means, but I think the game would have been a little closer. Uh, than what the scoreboard indicated. So I like Illinois. I think they bounce back plus seven and a half at home, kicking off Big Ten. They're, they're at home this week. Uh, last week they were on the road. Fermi, I can't they, believe you. And, t- they got an extra, and they got an extra day, right? A prep. They I, play I, Friday. I, I can't believe you're taking this game. I, I cannot believe that you're going back to Illinois. I, I mean, I, I, I hear you, but man, it just felt like just a scarring last week. I mean, the, the, only, the only touchdown they had was a defensive one. It was absolutely yep. No, nothing causes you for pause for that. I know. I know seven and a half. I mean, just not even not even your read on what's wrong with with Purdue. Just nothing that makes you say maybe maybe I should give this one another week. No, I think I, I watched Illinois move the ball against Wisconsin, who's one of the top defenses in the Big Ten. If not, I mean, aside from maybe Ohio State, they might be the best defense. Them in Michigan, um, Penn State just is beat up I, and. And Parsons did not come back. So they're missing a few key guys. But Wisconsin's no joke, man. They are a really good team. Their quarterback looked unreal. Get five touchdowns and no picks. So um, against an Illinois D that I think is, is actually pretty solid, I think it's respectable. You so know, I'm, I'm trusting in the Illini. That, that line has not moved. Uh, that is a noon game. So that's a good way potentially to start the start the uh, start the day off. I am going to the AAC. I'm going to this Temple Tulane game, and I'm not going to go too deep into this, but something's up, and I don't know what it is. And I've been looking for COVID outbreaks or guys missing. It hasn't happened. I don't get it. The line opened at 64 and a half, dropped down to 59. Y'all know where I'm going with this one. Points per game: Temple 32 and a half, Tulane 36. Points allowed per game: Temple 36. Tulane, 35 and 35.3, whatever. Total yards, passing yards. Temple, almost 300. I mean, their quarterback is a monster. Russo is a monster for them right now. Hucking and chucking. I mean, this is this is not a rule Tulane team. Okay, this team actually moves the ball. Same with Tulane. Tulane has been putting up about 100 and 160 yards passing, but 214 yards on the ground. I mean, they, they do have more of a mobile team on the ground. What is going on? I, I can't get it. I, I doubt that you've heard anything I told you about this game because this is not really one of, one of your top five conferences that you really pay attention to unless it's a game that stands out to you. I mean, I know that you are betting a game in the AAC this week. I don't know if you've read anything in, in during your time, but Fermi, is there an injury or a weather update that I'm missing about? The hurricane's through. It's not hitting there. I checked the winds. It doesn't look bad. It's supposed to be a pretty nice day down there at Tulane. What am I missing here in this Tulane, Tulane, uh, Tulane Temple game? Not much, man. I think you're on point. Temple's offenses look pretty good. Um, I've been I've been following them a little bit just because they're sort of local to us. Um, but I, I like the pick. I mean, look at listen to these scores since Temple. The last three games they've played: thirty-one twenty-nine, thirty-nine thirty-seven, forty-one twenty-nine. Those are all conference games. These are not like you know Houston Baptist, Tulane. That was Temple. If I said it differently, Tulane. 49-31, 66-24, 34-37 in overtime, sure. 
at, at 27-24 against Navy, which they were up 24 nothing and gave up 27 unanswered points in the second half, is the only game that has been played between these two teams that has gone under 59 points. If, if there's something I'm missing, someone tweet me at it because I, I don't know what's going on. But other than that, I'm taking over 59. Also, I'd like to put this out at the beginning. I meant to say this, but I was too busy crying about not getting an invitation for golf. Our following has been outstanding. We look at the map. It's all over this great country. And I'll tell you what, if you could do us a favor and actually just share this with one friend and tell them to do the same and keep this thing growing, I'd love to see our numbers hit above 10,000 this year. I mean, we're, we're about to barrel through 2,000 listens. I really believe that we can do it. If everyone just takes the time to send that out to a friend and give them the advice and just say, look, these are two ham and eggers that like to, like to talk sports. There's no, we get no money out of this other than the money we bet. There are no advertisements. There are no sponsors. There are no nothing. So we appreciate your guys' support who listens. But that being said, if we can make this just a little bit bigger, just to see if we can hit our own little mini benchmarks, our own little overs, that would be fantastic. Back to the show here. Fermi, what are we looking at number two here in this AAC game that you are picking, which is different than mine? All right. So... Staying in the AAC, like you said, I'm taking Cincy minus six and a half at home against Memphis. Uh, Memphis is four and one. Cincy's five, four and or I'm sorry, but yeah, they're four and zero. They have looked so good. Um, ranked seventh right now in the country. They're coming off a big win against SMU last week. Their defense is really the key, man. They they have not given up more than twenty points a game or twenty points in a game this year, and they've played. Like I said, on the road last week at SMU, they only gave up 13. That's the kind of offense that Memphis runs as well. Uh, Memphis already played SMU, so I have a, a sort of a good comparison there. Memphis lost to SMU. That was their only loss, 30-27. to Last week, Cincinnati won 42-13 over that same SM, SMU squad. Luke Fickle's doing a great job. Um, and this is really, I mean, this, this, is, this could be for the conference, man. Um, they play... Memphis this week, and once they once they play them, they have the likes of. Let me see here; it's pulling up. Houston, East Carolina, UCF, Temple, and Tulsa. Ooh. Tulsa, Tulsa could be a Tulsa could be the uh, the deal breaker for them. But other than that, that's a pretty easy schedule. Yeah, and and UCF can put up points, right? We know that they could if they come out and score. Um, they might be they're going to be able to score at a higher clip than Cincy. But Cincy's D has been just unreal. Haven't get up, given up more than 20 since their first game at Austin P. which, I mean, call it what you wish, but they've, they gave up 10 to Army, 7 to South Florida, and 13 to SMU last week. I think they keep Memphis in check, and I think they at least win by over a touchdown this, this week. You, you know how I feel uh, about uh, Ritter. I mean, he was a little bit of a letdown last year, but he is a player. It seems as though they're in sync. Fickle is a very – is that how you pronounce his last name? Is it Fickle? Yeah. He yep. is he is a very very good coach, and he and I enjoy actually watching Cincinnati play. Fermi, I think this is this is a steal right now. I'm surprised that it's below a touchdown. Me too, me too. When I saw the line, I mean, I know Memphis can rack up points, but against this defense, man, I just don't see it happening. I think since he keeps them in check, they're in the top ten. They know they need to they need to win out to have a prayer to get you know to the playoff and. I truly believe if they do and a couple upsets happen above them, you never know if they could sneak in uh, to that bottom spot. You look at a team that has consistency, I look at Cincinnati. You look at my next bet, 
I have two of the most inconsistent teams, and I'm not even sure why I'm taking this over in full. Over for Virginia Tech and Louisville at 67. Fermi, what is happening with these teams? Virginia Tech, who knows who's in their secondary? I think they're still riddled with, speaking of riddled, riddled with COVID right now. Look at their last four games. NC State, they won 45-24. Then they beat Duke uh, 38-31. Then they lost to UNC 56-45. Then they beat BC 40-14. Then they lose, it would be five games, I'm sorry. Then they lose to Wake Forest 23-16. What happened? Do you, do you have any idea? Because I tried to I tried to look at that box score and I was in and out on that game because it really I didn't take it because I was like, oh, that should be an over. Oh my god, that was horrible. I can't believe they couldn't score. Their offense has been really good pretty much all year. Right. And it, it non-existent last week. I don't I don't fully understand. And the thing about Louisville, when you look at their overall, so Virginia Tech points per game is thirty six point eight. Uh, and then they're giving up 29.6. Louisville is 28.5 and then given up 27. Here's the problem. They played Notre Dame and only scored seven points, who has a really good defense. And Pitt, all through September, had a very good defense, and they put up 20 on them. But other than that, they've put up 48. They put up 27, but given up 46 to Georgia Tech. And then they uh, put up 34, but gave up 47 to uh, Miami, Fermi, this is one of my famous third quarter overs here. Like, unless I'm missing something, this seems like it should be a shootout like it was between Virginia Tech and North Carolina. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I actually, in my, my sort of other games of note, I was on the over as well. So I like the pick. I just, I do think it's a risky play just given what we saw to Virginia Tech last week, it, which was very little on offense. It, it, it is, but I, I'm, I'm not going to trend downwards. I'm going to try to see if they're uh, if I can play the other side of this, because I just feel like this thing is, it just feels like Virginia Tech is due. Like this is one of those ones where it seems like there might be money coming in on Louisville, and uh, I could be wrong on this, but uh, I don't have that screen up to see where the money is right now. I'm trying to trying to secret, sneak around here. Let me see. Let me control F this. Hold on one second, because um, where is it? Louisville. Yeah, uh, I mean. No, I'm sorry. It's gone the other way. It's it's gone in favor of Virginia Tech. Money's in on Virginia Tech right now. Wow. Whew. I don't get it. The, the, I'm on the right side for the over right now. I'm a little bit late. It started at 64 and a half, and now it's up to 67. I gotta. Uh, I agree with where the money's going on the over. I think it's I think it's up there. I might have been two and a half points late, but I'll take it. So, uh, Fermi, pick number three. You're going back to LSU, are you not? So I was going to, I, I made a sort of a late switch, and I'm actually going to go with Clemson. Ooh. Without Trevor Lawrence, I think they're just, I think they're too good, too deep, and this will just give Travis Etienne the stage that he really sort of deserves. I think he could just, I mean, he could run for 200 yards against Boston College um, if, if he actually gets enough touches, um, and I think they could just feed him this week. So I think Clemson just comes out, Makes a statement without Lawrence. Um, what the what line I'm seeing right now is minus twenty five and a half. I think they roll even without Lawrence. I think they pretty much use a full playbook. I don't think they're the the only issue with not having Lawrence it, from my perspective, and I may be oversimplifying this. I don't think that they're going to be get they're going to be able to make pre snap adjustments like they would with Trevor Lawrence in the game. I think he's like having a coach on the field. His intelligence level and understanding the offense and executing it is just off the charts, which is why they're the best team in the country. But even with a backup quarterback and the skill set of players that they have, 
I think all the weapons are there. Um, they will be a little bit more conservative in their play calling, and their defense is still just lights out. So I like them to cover 25 and a half at home against Boston College. What's this game feel like to you? Does this feel like 35-3 and get out the door? I think they even score more than that. I think I think they're going to score in the 40s, and I don't see Boston College getting over you know, 10, 14 at the most. Oh, it's it, that's, I, I like that for me because I think this will get bet down to 23 and a half at some point. I think 20, what did you get it at? 24, 24 and a half? 25, I got it at actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's starting to creep up. I saw it as, I saw it at 25 and a half today already. So I was hoping it was going to crack under 24, but I, if, if it does, I'll, I'll sort of double down on it. But, I am doubling down this week on a Sunbelt play that I played late. So I took Georgia State Troy last week over, and I got lucky. Troy had a last-second touchdown, like 22, 27 seconds left on the clock, and they missed a two-point conversion at the end of the game. I don't think that box score tells the truth, and I'm behind on this line. I got it at 72. It's down to 69.5. I wish I would have got it at 69.5 just because I think it's a little bit friendlier at about you know 38 35 just in case there's a mixed extra point which has happened in these sunbelt games as i have told you guys before but again what am i missing troy 31 points per game given up 28 uh arkansas state has zero they might have negative defense giving up 40 points a game putting up 34 I know that Arkansas State got trucked by App State. It was bound to happen. The weeks prior, they put up 59, 50, and then 23, but gave up 52 to Coastal Carolina, who's been smoking teams. Troy almost lost to Eastern Kentucky. They beat uh, Texas State with 37 points. Didn't have to put anything else up because Texas State does not have any offense. And then last week was a little bit of a debacle, but watching that game, their quarterback was out of sync. He got hurt, and then the backup came in, but the backup was a gunslinger. I mean, literally, this is all they must bring into these programs is dudes who can chuck, huck and chuck the ball like 40, 50 yards. I mean, these these guys are unbelievable. I don't think they really, truly get enough credit. To me, this is a stone cold over the whole way. I would never take an under in an Arkansas State game. I either don't take it or I take the over. And I don't see anything that leads me to believe with the fact that both of these teams are averaging over 300 yards, Troy at 300, and and Arkansas State is averaging 370 yards of passing. There is no ground game. They don't need it. They're just going to pass. They move at lightning fast speed. There is no slowing this game down. If this thing stays under, there had had to be a mistake. (laughs) That's really how I look at it. There's there's not not a lot of analysis there on this one. Fermi. Over all day on a Sun Belt, Arc State, Troy afternoon. Is that a two unit or is that a single unit? For That's you? a single unit. I'm saying single okay. units this week. You know, I like the slate. Um, there's other games that I want to play. I, I was so, for me, I swear I've been so tired. I tried to stay up. I wanted to take, I was texting you. I was going to take that Georgia Southern game. I was talking with my other boy about it. I didn't take it. I'm just so tired during the week. Uh, I actually came home and crashed here. I got to clean up the house a little bit. You know, Mrs. and I got the rest of her birthday week weekend coming up um and i wanted to stay up to watch that colorado state fresno state game couldn't do it i mean i just passed out but you know saturdays i've been committed to the cause i love the fact that there's later games there's games on tonight um that i'd like to see 
man. That'll be that's three solid games tonight. I know. So in case anyone listens to this beforehand, it's uh it's five o'clock. So if anyone gets the early dinner, anything you like tonight for me? I kind of might I might take that East Carolina Tulsa over. Tulsa's had a pretty good run on defense here, to be quite honest with you. But it'll depend if Ehlers is back. If he is, I might look to take this over for East Carolina. But Minnesota Maryland, Minnesota, uh, it's dropped down minus eighteen over under sixty one, and then the other game is Hawaii Wyoming. Uh, any reads on those for me? I, I sort of like Minnesota in a bounce back. Maryland looked awful last week. I just don't like the. I mean, they're giving up over over two touchdowns, but I, I do think they make a statement and bounce back. All right. Here comes my favorite part of the week where we just fly through absolutely every single game. Now, there is a thing. Hold on. Let me look. I wrote it to Fermi because I said to him, don't tell me what it is. Okay. I texted him. Fermi was going to take a trash team, and he openly admitted it. Okay, he said. Well, we say, okay, so we say trash team. I mean, just a team getting a ton of points against the spread. Yeah. Well, however, yeah, yeah. however you want to phrase it, yeah. Michigan State, UL Monroe, Mississippi State, or Western Kentucky. I think you would not take UL Monroe because you know that they're trash and they're going to get smoked this weekend. Correct. Western Kentucky. It doesn't seem like it, it would definitely have to be between Michigan State, who lost, and Mississippi State. My gut is telling me that it's Mississippi State, but for some odd reason, I feel like you want to take Michigan State against Michigan. Am I correct? You are correct. I want to take Michigan State against Michigan, and I will probably throw them in a, in a small parlay. Getting 23 and a half, pourquoi, that's French for why. So, I, Michigan's coming off a huge win, prime time. They, I... Michigan State's coming off a sort of a bad loss against Rutgers, who I think is a little bit better than than people think. Under a new coach, I think Michigan State needed a game under their belt. They're getting twenty three and a half. I feel like Sparty's better than that, man. I'm, and maybe I'm wrong. So my lean was Michigan State over Michigan um, plus twenty three and a half, but I did not. I did not lock that in. So we we will wait and see. But I probably will make it part of a small parlay. Your favorite PhD. Ain't taking that game. Wake Forest, Syracuse. The Forest, minus 13, over under 60. Anything for me? If anything, it'd be over there. I think that could be a shootout. Syracuse played well last week against Clemson. UTSA getting four points away at Florida Atlantic. I don't know anything about Florida Atlantic right now. UTSA hasn't played bad. Uh, That's a stay-away game for me, and I bet it is for Fermi as well, too. How about West Virginia, Kansas State? West Virginia loses. They played bad. They could not get anything in rhythm. Texas Tech, I told y'all, strange things happened down in that Jones, and it did last week. A defensive touchdown, defensive score got them that game. But right now, West Virginia getting money steamrolled on a minus 2.5 to minus 5, over under 46 for me. This might be another overplay, but West Virginia minus five? What's going on here? I see them at minus four and a half. Why are they favored? I I, I mean, Kansas State's four and one with some quality wins. I, I don't get it. And the overs drop five points. And uh, and Kansas State and Kansas State has has blown up. I don't know. I mean, West Virginia kind of uh, they didn't kind of they did hold Texas Tech down. There were not a lot of big plays in that game. I mean, there were long sustaining drives. Looking back on it, I can see why that under is there because West Virginia's defense is better than what I was giving them credit for. Again, their defense held Texas Tech out at the end. It was Texas Tech's defense that came through at the end of the day. So maybe that's why. 
This I don't, game seems like a trap to me, though. It, I, it's luring me into taking Kansas State, and I just plus the points, and I just something just gives me a bad feeling. I might stay away from that. It's Clemson, Boston College. We talked about Georgia State, uh, Coastal Carolina is for real people. I, I, I told you they were good, but I didn't think they were that good. But minus three and a half, over under sixty. I like the over sixty here, man. Oh, I don't know, Fermi. That is that coastal. coastal oh boy, coastal has a big play offense. They can put up some points. Man. They can, they're but tough. they're but they don't. They don't have to if they don't have to. And if they sl- they don't want to give the ball back to Georgia State because Georgia State can score. I don't know about that one. And you know me, I love overs, but I'm gonna stay away from that Dude, one. Do you know their you know their points per game stats? I do not. Coastal averages 44 a game. Georgia State averages 40. The over-under sitting at 60. I, yes, but but hold, please. But hold. I, I need to take a deeper deeper look in here into those point stats. I, I got to call, call a file on that one for me. Coastal Carolina has given up 23, 21, 23, 27, and 14. Their defense is, is tight. Is tight. I don't. Oh man, I don't. Uh, oh boy, that's. You don't think they can score forty? Because if they score forty and they give up twenty, this this game's it's there. That's what they've been doing all all year, man. What's thirty five twenty eight? That's sixty three. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm talking myself out of it. Maybe I'm maybe. You, you know, the Georgia Southern. It's hard to get an over on them. I mean, they legitimately slow the game down. You could see those totals dropped. I told I I was not comfortable in that. Maybe, maybe, and it's at Georgia State. Maybe that's I put that one put that one in queue. I'll get back to it. We already talked about Memphis, Cincinnati, Illinois, Purdue, Temple, Tulane, Iowa State, and Kansas. Oh boy, twenty eight and a half over under fifty one. That's a hard fade for me, man. Staying away. Yeah, that I can't. That's that's a. That's a tough one. Georgia minus seventeen at Kentucky over under forty two. Wow, that's like an NFL nineteen nineties over under for me. I know, and they're both tough D's, man. I, I I'm gonna stay away from this. If I had a if I had an option here, I would probably st- I would probably take the over um, because both offenses are respectable. I just their D's are better, so I I'm probably gonna fade it. There are certain overs that are even too absurd for me, and UCF Houston minus three over under eighty two is too absurd for me. Dude, UCF's gonna score fifty. Aren't they? Is Houston gonna score thirty is the question. Absolutely. 30. Absolutely. I'm just so saying I'm just saying there are just I'm just saying there are certain numbers that are just too high for me to be like I can't I can't take this. Even even yeah. it, once it gets over eighty, it's it's tough for me. Yeah. When they start with the snowman, I, I understand. Right. Yeah. Southern Miss is on their third coach, minus one and a half at home against Rice, over under 59. Everyone and their mother is going to be trying to take Rice in this game. I'm staying away. No, thank you. And don't worry about Fermi because he sure as heck ain't betting that game. <laughs> Georgia Tech is getting 19 and a half at home against Notre Dame, over under 58. Fermi, is this a look ahead to Clemson? I think it could be. I, I sort of like Georgia Tech here. Um, just to keep it close, I think Notre Dame prevails, but I think Georgia Tech can hang with them. Indiana Rutgers, who's your daddy? Indiana, 11 and a half uh, way at Rutgers, over under 53 and a half. You riding the Greg uh, Schiano train? Uh, no, I'm going to fade this. Both teams off of big wins. I don't like either in this situation, but um, and I don't even know how big of a win Rutgers is over Michigan State, but it's a win to open the season, so I'm going to call it big for Rutgers. Northwestern getting two and a half on the road over under 45 and a half. Looked pretty good, but it was against Maryland for me. 
I know. I, I'm going to fade this probably. Uh, I was impressed with what Northwestern did last week. I was not expecting 43-3 to for sure. TCU, Baylor, TCU minus three, over under 47. Doubt for me has to play. I love the fact that these teams are one and three. Hopefully Texas Tech can get two wins throughout the course of the year with this one. LSU, Auburn, for me, he's already talked about. Likes that over in that game yep. again. Uh, it's up to 64. UAB, Tech, uh, Louisiana Tech, I told you all I'm staying away from this, though. I'll be honest with you. UAB minus 13, that's a lot of points for them on the road. Uh, I don't know if i touch that. Talked about Louisville, Virginia Tech, Texas, Oklahoma State. Boy, Oklahoma State coming through on that uh, um, Iowa State game. Big game, three, uh, giving up three and a half points to Texas, over under 59. Is Texas starting to hit their stride here for me? Is Oklahoma State going to hold the fourth down? I think Oklahoma State holds the fourth down, but I do think Texas is starting to play a little bit better. Um, they have scored all year, but their defense has not looked good until last week against Baylor. Unfortunately, Oklahoma State's not Baylor, so I think Oklahoma State puts up some points. The lane train, giving up 17.5 on the road against Vanderbilt, who's horrible, over under 64. In the old days for me, if if Lane smelled blood in the water, you knew he was putting up points. Is he going to do it this week? He's going to try. I don't, Man, I'm not impressed with what I've seen out of Mississippi so far. I, I have to be honest. Even offensively, they've, they've been hit or miss in some of their games. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to fade it, but uh, I, I'm just I'm not a huge fan of Mississippi right now. App State, UL Monroe, I can tell you Fermi ain't taking it. It's 31.5. If this was at App State, it would be probably 35. It's 31.5. Uh, over under 56.5. This is App State or no play at all. This is like a 45-3, to 45-10 type game. Warning, warning, warning. Boise State on the road at Air Force, minus 14, over under 49. Is Boise that good for me? They looked good last week. And it's I always like to see them playing late at night because they actually get a little bit of TV time on, on these obscure networks. But um, I, I just don't know enough about them yet. So I'm, I'm not betting it yet. Duke, minus 10.5, over under 55 against Charlotte. Thoughts? Babe. Mississippi State getting 31 at Alabama over under 63 and a half. Is 31 too much for me? I don't think, I mean, I don't think it is. If I had to pick a side here, I'd probably take Bama, honestly. I just, I don't see them, like, every win they make or have, it's a statement. They, they continue to make statements with their wins. So I don't think Saban cares if, if they win by 25 or 40. So he just, he, he pounds them. San Jose State, minus 13.5, over under 55.5. Y'all know if I was going to play this game, it'd be the over. San Jose State did not look that good last week. Maybe it was the first game jitters. I have no idea. If they look bad the first game, can you only imagine what New Mexico is going to look like? This one might be very similar to my uh, my bad lean on UNLV San Diego State, so stay away. Big game in Happy Valley, or is it for me? Ohio State giving up 11.5 on the road, over under 64. What happens here? I... I would pound the Buckeyes in this one, man. I I think they get out. I think Ohio State out coaches Penn State, and also more physically, you know, talented. So I I think this they roll by at least two touchdowns, and it could even be worse. Your Navy midshipmen getting eleven and a half over under fifty nine. Kind of like the over in this game. I, again, I like these con- contrasting styles. SMU did not play very well last week. Back at home. Seems like this one, the SMU, if they're going to take advantage of someone, they could definitely do it to Navy for me. Do you, do you think Navy can, or SMU can stop Navy's option? I do not, but I just think that SMU is so fast. I don't think that I don't think uh, Navy can stop SMU either. 
So yeah, I think that this I yeah. think I think this goes over. Uh, Arkansas State, Texas A&M over under fifty four and a half. Uh, Texas A&M minus thirteen and a half. Fermi thoughts. I would take the under here. Um, Arkansas's defense has been really tough. Um, and Texas A&M, besides the Florida game, I haven't really seen a ton out of their offense. And I, they also have a respectable defense. So I, I think this could be a low-scoring, one-sided affair. I think Texas A&M wins this one. Speaking of Florida, minus 12.5 against Mizzou, over-under 61.5. Fermi, are your Gators coming back here? They are, yeah. After this whole COVID you know, two-week impact, I, I do think they're ready to go um, and getting healthy. So I would take Florida to cover here. North Carolina minus seven at Virginia over under 61.5. Fermi, ooh, I don't know about I, this one. It's a really tough call. I If I have a lean, I would want to lean North Carolina, but Virginia slipped okay on D, and if they can keep it tight, I mean, North Carolina just – they haven't shown me what I, I anticipated they would be showing me coming into this year. I thought their offense would be one of the best in the country, and it's just sputtering. Um, Sam Howe just hasn't looked looked great yet. Um, so I'm I'm probably going to fade it, but I would lean UNC to cover if, if I had to pick it. Texas Tech getting 15 over under 67. Ooh, Fermi coming off a big win back down there at the Jones. I think Texas Tech needs this. I don't think Oklahoma has looked as good as as they are, um, as good as they are. Period. Uh, it, boy, this would be a big win for Texas Tech. It would be so big for them. I, I just don't know. I just they just scare me, man. It's just I, it's easier to cheer for them than it is to bet on them. If you know what I mean. Would you take them plus the points here? I would. To be honest, ugh, oh, let me do math in my head. Uh, 34, 30, 28, uh, 35. Uh, call, uh, their column B looked pretty good, but I mean, I just, I, I don't know how good Oklahoma, st- Oklahoma is on defense. They're, uh, he's mobile. Maybe he'll find more room. I mean, they, they didn't even have their running backs last week, and they still went, they still hit the over. And I, I believe they're getting at least one of them back. I think they're getting Serotic Thompson back, um, or Thomas, or, uh, whichever one it is. Can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, shows you how good of a fan I am. Staying away. That says that I'll watch that game and enjoy it. That's about it. Uh, Texas State getting 16 at home against Louisville over under 56. That's Lu- I'm sorry, not Louisville. I'm sorry, Louisiana. That's Louis Louisiana or bust. Utah State, San Diego State, nothing on that one. Western Kentucky BYU. Wow, BYU minus 30 and a half again for me. Holy cow. I like the over here, man. I, I see it at 51.5. What do you have it at? I have it at 52 and a half, so we're within a point. Yeah, I I mean, BYU has not been really slowed down. I mean, UTSA slowed them down to 27, but my goodness, Zach Wilson has been unbelievable. They're averaging 49 points a game. Oof. Wow. Oof. They're averaging 49 a game. The over-under is at 51. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, I would say over or nothing at that point. Uh, Nevada at UNLV over under 59.5. I watched a little bit of that Nevada Wyoming game. That got a little bit out of control late there. Uh, just give that one a late watch, people. But if anything, I'd, I'd rather take that over for BYU. Fermi, we'd be remiss n- not to talk about the election for a second here. Let's not talk politics, let's talk betting odds. Um, who do you favor in this election to win? And let me while you're doing that, let me pull up the actual election odds. What do you think? What, yeah, what are the lines? Uh, what's, the, what, 
U.S. election betting odds. Um, let's see now. I have... To be completely honest, from a betting standpoint, I would take wherever the plus money is at. Right Trump now. is plus 188. Joe Biden is minus 188 in the United States. It's it's basically uh, the betting the betting markets have this similar to what it was with Clinton. It's like it's like one out of three chances Trump wins. Yeah. So with that said, because I truly think it's closer to a 50-50 toss up. Um, just because I think politics in general is about as clear as mud, and I'm not saying that towards any specific party. No, no argument take, there. I would take plus money in both facets of this, because I just don't think what comes out in the media is factual, in any in any party, to be completely honest. I think it's all skewed in some fashion, so I don't even think that's an accurate betting line, because I don't know how they would even put one out there. I, so. I, I have been so cautious because i was like oh yeah like clinton will win like i i mean you know i think everyone knows who i am i'm i'm definitely uh i am definitely a democrat and i'm looking at this and i'm going uh, you know i like looking at nate nate uh, silver's 538 i'm going 89 out of uh uh 11 times this thing's ran now i understand what they're saying like i understand that like they're still like he's not putting it out that trump can't win he's just laying out the possibilities as far as the polling is concerned but again this is these are betting markets no matter what you say these are betting markets and you don't know how people are going to respond the one thing that leads me to stay away from this is that what was what was unknown was the number of und- people who declared they were undecided in the last election voted for Trump 5 out of 8 okay 5 out of 8 voters that were undecided leaned Trump which won him the election I don't know if that happens again. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't know. There's less undecided voters. And so I also d- underestimated how bad people hated Hillary Clinton. <laughs> That's like the God's honest truth. I did not think that people hated her that bad. They did really, really hate Hillary Clinton. So the only thing that I think swings this thing for Joe Biden, the only chance he has is are people sick of Trump? Is really what it comes down to, and his handling of COVID. This is not a this is not a referendum on policy. This is purely, in my opinion, a referendum on COVID. And are they are the people who went Obama to Trump going to go back to either a third party, go to a third party, and not vote for Trump? So that's one less vote. Or do they actually go back to Biden? I don't have that answer. Hopefully, we'll know it by the end of next week. But that's my take on it for me. That that wasn't too political, was it? I mean, we don't we didn't lose no, anyone for that. It was. No, it wasn't. I, I mean, to be completely honest, I'm not betting on the election. Um, I will vote, but that will be pretty much where it, where it stops for me. And that is your civic duty, and whoever you vote for, you are entitled to that vote for me, and don't ever forget it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a wonderful, outstanding Anonymous Gamblers podcast. I can't ever say it at the end of the end. Anonymous Gamblers podcast. We really appreciate you guys like share and subscribe and doing the damn thing with us i hope you all have a safe halloween fermi does too i hope fermi increases his handicap over this course of this weekend because remember you know there's going to be gambling going on on that course and it's only a problem when you're losing everyone have a safe weekend and we'll talk to you guys next week